Welcome. Yes, exactly. So happy to be here again. Fancy seeing you here. Fancy. What are the odds, right? <laughs> <laughs> same bat time, same bat channel. Here we are. Well, public service offers us the opportunity to do the kind of work that we really can't do anywhere else. Right. So why do you serve? These are the bigger questions that we're going to be talking about on today's live show, Gov Geeks Assemble. Welcome everyone. So this is Karen. And that is Javier. Yes, I am. And together we are but the no. Gov Geeks. Yes, I always love doing that when I'm watching. <laughs> you enjoy it a little too much. Maybe I do. Yeah, so I'm super excited. I have this awesome flag bow tie, one of my favorites that I love to wear. To be honest, this is maybe uh, one of four flag bow ties that I have. Technically five, if you don't consider one with the tri-sweet flag bow tie. Right, but strangely enough, it matches um, our logo. Yeah, what are the odds of that? <laughs> <laughs> so thanks very much for joining us for today's show. Uh, we're going to be talking about public service and really why we're in public service and why we choose this as a career, why we, any of us have chosen public service. But before we get into that, uh, also please remember that we have an awesome challenge, the 14-day GovGeek Challenge. Uh, Sign-ups are happening now. So over the course of 14 days, uh, we'll work directly with you to craft your resume, to get your career strategy and your profile set up and good to go and also work on some interview prep as well. So at the end of those 14 days, you'll walk away feeling a little bit more confident about how you're going about writing your resume, conducting your interviews, and really finding your path in public service. We're really excited to offer this one. Yeah, absolutely, and being prepared. Being prepared, exactly. That's one of the most important things, kind of like a nice uh, Boy Scout motto. Yeah, always, always be prepared. prepared. <laughs> I should also mention on our website, if you sign up for our GovGeek community, our GovGeekdom, uh, it's also a great place for you to sign up for a, a resume course that we offer. And this one is totally free. Uh, we spent a lot of time putting this one together. There is links, tutorials, templates, video instructions, all sorts of stuff there. So it's a really valuable resource. Um, but yeah. All you have to do is sign up. Not bad, but not bad at all. <laughs> so Karen, tell us a little bit more about what we're talking about today. So essentially, we're just talking about what motivates you to be in this public sector. You could be going into all sorts of positions within the um, private or non, um, you know, nonprofit world. But what about public service really calls to you? So that's kind of what we're going to be discussing today. And um, especially, you know, what it means to you, right? So what it means to all of us, what it means to you as a public servant, what it means to those you serve um, and those you serve with. So it's just a lot of going, um, you know, taking a, an introspective look into public service. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, it's interesting because when we say the term public service, I mean, there's so many definitions of what is a public servant. Uh, you could be a public servant and be a university professor, school teacher, firefighter, police officer. You can work at the state, local, or federal levels, tribal levels, and international work as well. Uh, and really, at the end of the day, as long as the work deals with helping the public, uh, I mean, there's, there's nearly no limit to who can be a public servant. Right. And then you hit the, the key word there is helping. 
which kind of ties into, you know, our first portion of this is, you know, how do you help others? Right. Right. So I know you and I, we definitely, um, that's one of our drivers is how can we help? Right. I think we've even said it in a lot of our videos is helping you to help yourself, right. Or help them to help you. So it's all about helping. So how can you help others? How can we help the public and how can we serve yeah. um, to better do that? How can we serve others? I mean, those are just critical items and components. And I really think about that concept a whole lot because when we founded the Gut Geeks, now going on four years ago, it was all about this idea of providing value or service to public servants. Uh, we're a great community um, all across the, the country and the world. And a lot of times we may not get a lot of recognition. There's just uh, a lot of expectation that the, word, the roads are gonna work the way that they're supposed to, that we're gonna have clean air, clean water, that if something happens, government is gonna be there to allow for uh, safety, so. Um, and it, well, that's the key, we're not supposed to be exactly. known, right? You're not supposed to notice us. You're just supposed to enjoy the services that are provided to you. Yeah, and, and that's the whole social contract theory that John Locke had come up with so many years ago. and having the opportunity to serve the greater good in these roles or capacities is providing a way to fulfill what that is. And that doesn't mean that everything is perfect. That doesn't mean that government gets it right all of the time and that there are no issues. I mean, of course, there, there's plenty of concern. At the end of the day, it's the decision of a person that says, I'm willing to step up and be of value to other people. I'm willing to do my part to help out. And I think that's what really drives service in general. Um, Karen, you've had a very successful career. Uh, how is it that you drive yourself to serve others? I think it's understanding the impact that I have um, and really making sure that I'm staying true to the mission um, of the organization, the mission of just public service as a whole. And just knowing that my efforts can maybe make it a little bit easier for somebody to maybe bring a child home that's missing, you know, to maybe find somebody who has done something terrible and bring them to justice. You know, that, that I think is, you know, one, one of the main drivers is just trying to make the world a better place, which I know that sounds very, I don't know, hokey or very aspirational, but still doing it within, you know, with a humble mindset where, you know, you're, you're not, you know, the God complex out there or anything, but it's just doing what you can to serve and make things a better place. I mean, I know that's why I got into it is I just wanted to, to improve things, to, um, you know, do whatever I, I can. I know we talked about RBG a while back, but using whatever my skills may be um, to, to help out. And I think that's really what it boils down to. And, you know, you may not see a huge impact. You may not be, you know, the person that, you know, knocks down the door necessarily, but um, you had a part in getting those tools for that person or identifying how to get the information of where that door is. So it's just a matter of really thinking through that small act that could just make a larger impact. Yeah. Uh, you know, many hands make light work, uh, and it's uh, this 
collaboration and support of all of us coming together as a community to provide that value to others. And you know, when you're mentioning about uh, you're not necessarily the one kicking down the door or whatever the metaphor is for the act of public service, but you could be the one helping to support whatever that activity is. And it makes me think of that, that legendary story about JFK when he visits a NASA facility and he happens to see a person that's there sweeping the floors and cleaning out the trash and everything. And he says, you know, hi, I'm Jack Kennedy. Uh, what do you do here? And he responds back, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. And it, it's so true because it takes everyone's efforts to really have a bigger impact. And I think that that is really, how do you help others? That's this bigger thing. Um, if you ask yourself, how do I have fulfillment in my work? How do I know that I'm making a difference? Uh, I mean, what is it that helps me sleep at night? These are all the areas that we've talked about before. But really, when you help others and you generate value, that's that's really what it's all about. And that's, that's public service. And uh, to really borrow what you had mentioned as well, to make the world a better place. I mean, it's it's definitely true. Uh, that That's just really what it is. So, oh, hi, Anna. Thank you so much. I appreciate your comment. <laughs> yeah, and it's... it's you know, you may not make the world, you know, a utopia, but I think it's trying to put some little improvements here and there, uh, you know, again, to just to try your best to make it better, right? That's kind of all that any of us can do. And that's kind of, that's kind of our goal. And I think the other thing about it is, um, you know, we're kind of the, I don't know how you would say it as far as administrations come and go, and we are there to provide that um, continuity, right? To help make sure that things continue to move on. We make sure that the next administration comes in, they know what what's going on, and we can help with that smooth transition. I guess the work of government still continues. Exactly. And I'm, I'm so happy that, that you brought that up, because you know a lot of times, as we've been doing the Gupgeeks for a number of years now, um, the thought is public service, well, that must mean something political. And that's, we get that question all the time. Right? That question all the time. Yeah. It's apolitical. Yeah, we're, we're totally apolitical. And and government really is apolitical as well. So, I mean, these are the things that we need to consider about who we are and how we function. It, it's still important that we have safety, that we have good food, we have clean water, that we're, we're safe. Uh, all of the functions of government, you can list off any of the, the government agencies really that are doing the solid work on behalf of the people regardless of all of that, and it still continues. It has to. Yeah. It has to. Yeah. Yeah. We need those words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this larger idea again about how do you help others, but another big question is what is the impact that you're making as well? Right. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it already, and you may not automatically see it, um, you know, but again, it's what are those little things that you have been a part of to accomplish? You know, it could be policy writing. It could be creating um, an efficiency. Uh, anything, anything like that to not only you know help the government but make it work better and faster, especially as technology continues to grow and making sure that we're keeping up. I don't know about about you, but sometimes it seems like you know we, we are kind of behind the times as far as with technology. Um, right. So you often have to just find ways to uh, be efficient. So you can continue to get that work done. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting that you bring that up because 
I mean, in so many areas in the private sector, there is the latest and greatest technologies and tools and equipment and lots of funding and staffing to be able to do stuff. And many times in government, our resources are really stretched. So we have to think of innovative ways and solutions to do the work that needs to get done, even though there are a number of limitations there as well, because it has to, it has to be done. Right, well, even like during a shutdown, right? It doesn't really shut down. The work still has to happen so how do we do that and right. continue to function sure. and then also kind of like during that time what does that mean to um a public servant when you know you are shut down so i know there were a lot of um resiliency webinars and things like that that um, everybody was attending um, but it's just you know if you're still an integral part of it it's just it's a different scenario so sure. and then you know also in, in the pandemic there's a number of challenges that we have for operations, and yet we're still able to serve the public, to serve the American right. people. And I think we need to make sure that we continue to realize that, that we are still able to do our job, where many people in, um, you know, that we serve are not, or many of the essential workers, like, you know, the people at the grocery stores, the people, you know, in retail, right. but, you know, they're still having to work too, so it's just, making sure that we keep that in mind and we're going to talk about you know being humble again where you know it's just you're just doing your part you're you're just a part of the, the process that's trying to make a difference yeah and um, I, I love this this one from jfk one person can make a difference and everyone should try uh, i have a magnet uh, of this one as well it just really kind of makes me think about the importance of what public service is yeah i don't know if you could tell who Collects many things. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we do it together. Got Uncle Sam over there. <laughs> yeah, all of us working together. That's really kind of what it's all about, I guess. <laughs> right, but I mean, to talk, to talk about like impacts, right? It's just being humble about what your impact is. It's, it's, it's the little things. And um, many of us are not in this business for the accolades or the recognition. It's really just for the work and kind of like the Theodore Roosevelt um, quotation that was up there earlier. It's the, you know, good work worth doing. doing. Yeah. yeah, it's, you know. Far and away the greatest gift is to do, uh, is to work hard at work worth doing. Because uh, you want to know that your, your day matters and that your, your brightest gifts and talents matters. And then it's dedicated towards something that really makes a lasting impact or makes a difference. And that's really what lights people up about public service because when you have the chance to really recognize what impact that you have made, uh, the fulfillment that's there is just, it's just really high. And of course, not to say that you can't get fulfillment in other areas as well, but it's just, again, so unique in, in public service. And kind of like Shirley Chisholm, uh, which I, I love this quotation as well, service is the rent we pay for the privilege of living on this earth. And Muhammad Ali, of course, had a same as well. But I mean, we're here to connect and to serve others. And it, it's even like a, a biological connection with us as well, because we are a community-based species. I mean, our humanity is driven by the connections that we make and the uh, efforts that we provide for one another towards the community and towards the greater good. So serving others not only helps them, but also rewards us in the process as well. Right. Yeah, and uh, again, like with the impact, think of you know your, your postal service, 
right? Especially Thank right you. now. Many, many people are ordering more um, and you're, whether it's relying on getting your medication right. or you know, anything like that, it's you know, them. We, we have our medications delivered to us by mail. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So it's just, you know, so many things to, to, to be thankful for. And again, I can't say enough for those essential workers out there with the restaurant, um, restaurant workers, uh, grocery workers who never really sucked at all, despite all that was going on. And I think it's just, that's a clear, just, you know, indicator of what you do um, selflessly. So while they may not be in the public service, they are serving the public. Mm -hmm. So this has that has been evident throughout all of this. And, you know, just thank you all for for all of that. You are very humbling for for us in the, the public service because, again, something that needed to be done and people wanting to get their groceries in a safe way and you were making it happen. So yeah. that, that's really what it's about is feeling that need, um, you know, for people. So. And it's just this this idea, like our, our, our third area about us being stronger together. Uh, and that, that's really the, the bigger area. And I know you have a, a bit of a challenge going. Oh, I do. A bit of a challenge. Um, no, but this is, so our GovGeeks challenge coin. So challenge coins, you want to talk a little bit about what challenge coins are in? So in government, especially in DOD, these are of a larger right of passage, really. Um, there are so many ways to say thank you, but we don't have a lot of access to them in public service. I mean, it's not easy for us to say, here's your on-the-spot cash award bonus, uh, you know, here's your trip vacation, um, here's, here's a, your car, <laughs> your company car. Yeah, I mean, there's tons of things like that that you can do in the private sector, but in public sector, you, you just can't. So they have challenge coins when a certain accomplishment is made and there needs to be a degree of recognition. You earn the challenge coins and they are provided to the individuals for, for doing that work. And I know you have a collection. I have a much smaller collection, uh, but it just depends on the culture that you're in in government. No, it's totally not a competition. It's just, it's all about the recognition and, and the thinking that that's really there. And on the reverse side of this challenge coin is, is the bigger uh, message. So it says, thank you for your service. And that's really what the challenge coin is about. It's recognizing the accomplishments, the hard work, the dedication, and sincerely thanking people for their service. Right. Yeah, very important. And this whole idea about we are stronger together really connects with that. Yeah, I don't know how to really go beyond that, but um, yeah, it really is. And I think um, there's something when, that I've gotten used to doing is uh, many times when, you know, you're, you're at work and people go, oh, hey, how, how you doing? And um, a lot of times, I would say, yeah, I'm doing well and I'm doing good, right? Because I am trying to do good, right, in, in um, my work. So not the right ground, right? So that's why it's doing well and I'm doing good. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, Adam's had a quotation about um, do good and be good. Uh, so you're, you're out there being a value be of service and you're just trying your best to be good in the process and just we are stronger together uh, this community this engagement the support that we're offering one another um, that is how uh, an extension larger than ourselves and that's how we succeed ultimately right we're lifting each other up helping each other 
the rising tide raises all boats. Yeah, and that's why we started this to begin with, was just to share um, and, you know, help improve the government, um, you know, as we go along. And I know we have a couple of other quotations here. Uh, this one from Arnold Schwarzenegger, help others and give something back. I guarantee you will discover that while public service includes the lives and the world around you, its greatest reward is the enrichment and new meaning it will bring to your own life. Yeah, that's uh, that, that says it as well. I, I mean, we are stronger together. It's this commitment towards helping one another. Um, and, and you can, again, think of any number of different uh, careers in public service. And if there's anything in the health field where we're providing service to the sick, to the needy, uh, we're providing homes, if it's the it's HUD, Housing and Urban Development, and how we're going about structuring different programs to help people. If it's the Federal Student Aid Program, which we're extremely thankful for. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> to gotten our degrees and to be able to move up in our career. Um, and there's just so many services that are really that are out there um, that are allowing a society to be able to, to function uh, overall. And you can think about any uh, of these areas, really. Uh, those are the main things about why public service I think if we spent more time on this, we certainly could. This could, you know, be a three-hour program just talking about public service and going into more depth about everything else. Um, but Karen, do you have any closing thoughts on why public service or um, what does public service mean to you? I think that's the whole thing. Just continue to do good with this work that is worth doing because um, it's needed. Um, absolutely. And keep in mind that you are there to serve the greater good and everything you do is with a public trust, with taxpayer dollars. So it's, you know, don't take that lightly. Um, it's a very important job that you've been entrusted with. So and I think we have a picture of the uh, oath of office that federal public uh, servants take mm -hmm. uh, on entering um, government. So I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion, and that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which I am about to enter. So I'm done. Uh, and we all have seen uh, different presidents take the oath of office, but this is something that federal employees take upon entry into government. Mm -hmm. um, and I was part of a, a ceremony at the Federal Executive Institute from the Office of Personnel Management where I had the opportunity to reaffirm and re-say that again. And I think you had that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you guys can tell, but um, I'm getting a little emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I would say, especially no matter what type of public service you're in, local government, state government, um, federal government, I think one of the um, thoughts that we always come away with, especially in D.C., is just taking a look at the architecture of the buildings that have been here um, and that, you know, it's just a symbol, a symbol of everything, and those remain a constant, and it's just to remember um, the impact of that and how it's much bigger than any of Right. And, and that's the point. <laughs> it's, it's serving something that is bigger than any one of us. 
and there's a number of symbols if you look at currency, if you look at our, our dollars, our other symbols in, in government. One of my favorite ones is this idea about a, a lone reed together is very flimsy and fragile. But if you bind uh, a set of them together, it becomes very strong, very sturdy and stable. Uh, and that's really what, what government is. Us stronger as individuals, together. stronger together, we're, we're coming together. And to borrow a line from the West Wing, um, government should be a place where people come together and nobody gets left behind. What a nice thought. That's a great place to end it. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, we have uh, maybe one question for the Gov Geekdom uh, Q&A. Uh, and I know one of the questions was just generally about, um, do I need to list all of my experience on your resumes? Uh, this was a, a really good question that we had from a coaching session not too long ago. And there's this need sometimes uh, where we feel this need rather. I need to list every little thing in my resume. And if not, it's going to be terrible. Um, and, and really, you, you don't need to put everything in there, but you just need to make sure that you're describing who you are as an individual that fits the role of the position that you're applying for. So as long as you're crafting your resume with that end goal in mind, uh, and plus then later on during your interviews or during discussions, you have plenty of opportunities to bring up those different examples. Yeah. Yeah, very, very multifaceted. Uh, so we're, we're closing now, uh, just after you know about 30 minutes or so for this discussion. But uh, larger than that, I just really want to take the opportunity to say thank you for your service. Um, we look forward to having you back here again. Uh, we do our Doug Geeks Assemble live broadcasts each uh, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Eastern, exactly. Uh, and then they are rebroadcast again on YouTube, where you can watch the videos later, as well as broadcast on uh, your favorite um, podcast platform. In fact, you can even ask your smart speaker to play the Dove Geeks, and uh, you'll get the latest uh, podcast episode played for you, which is which is pretty fun. <laughs> um, please feel free to come to our website, check out um, everything that we have to offer. Uh, again, signing up for our uh, community, um, our Dove Geek Challenge that we have coming up here as well. If you're watching this on YouTube, please be sure to subscribe and click the little bell icon to make sure that we get that there as well. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Uh, follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. We're on a lot of the big areas as well. Um, yeah, Karen, any closing thoughts? Go find your team and do good. Thank you for your service. We'll see you next time.